All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the Rock and Roll Garage, it's Grease the Wheels, your weekly podcast with your Uncle Jimmy, shitting behind the mic. All right, today's subject on our podcast is going to be your reputation. Now, we've talked about it a little bit in some of the other podcasts, but I wanted to make sure that you learn, or that I tell you anyway, at least, how important your reputation is, okay? And who it's important to. This is something that uh, you have complete and 100% control of, okay? Now, let me put it to you like this. Your reputation is something that you earn, and it, it can go either way. If you do a good job, and you do the job correctly, or at least somewhat correctly, or you appear to do it correctly, and you don't get a lot of comebacks, and people are satisfied with your work, and the car's... Uh, continue to function the way they're supposed to after you repaired them and you don't have to have multiple comebacks and you don't do certain things okay and i'll get to that in a few minutes then you probably have a good reputation and you can have a good reputation and that's great okay uh you can earn an even better reputation by being uh, helpful to your fellow employees. You can earn a better reputation by being helpful to your service advisors and your service manager and even your parts guys, okay? This will earn you a specific reputation. What I'm talking about here is your attitude, okay? And it does play a part in your reputation. You could be the best, the absolute best auto mechanic that ever lived on the planet. You could be the best one ever. But if you're a dick, if you're an asshole, if you're the, the shop fucking meanie, you know, the guy who's constantly giving people shit, nothing's ever right, you're always pissed off, your reputation is going to take a fucking serious hit. Like I said, you may be the best technician in the world if there it was any way to rank that. But if you're an asshole, that's all people are going to know you as. They're going to say, how's that guy? Can he fix a car? No, that guy's an asshole, which has... It's literally nothing to do with fixing a car, does it now? Sometimes an asshole might be exactly what you need to fix a car, okay? Might be exactly what you need to uh, tell the customer that you either can't fix their car or you're not going to fix their car or they shouldn't fix their car. You need an asshole, but those cases are rare. I don't think that anybody really needs an asshole. I think we're all capable of reaching down deep and becoming an asshole at any given time. I know I am. If I am pressed into service and somebody says, hey, we need an asshole up here. I said, I'm your guy. I'm the guy for the fucking job. <laughs> I'm overqualified, some would say. <laughs> no, seriously, if you have, if you want to have a good reputation, you have to be uh, a somewhat approachable person. You have to be somebody that, that other people look up to. That helps with your reputation. Even, even just in, with your own fellow technicians. And after a while, they'll get used to how you are and maybe cut you a break on your uh, personality disorders. I know my friends have. Uh, uh, my friends know that I can fix a lot of stuff, that that's basically all I live for, and I, I typically do a really good job. That's me blowing my own horn. Help me get my arm out from behind my back because I'm patting myself on the back. And I try to be as helpful as possible. I try to be friendly most of the time. There's some people that uh, I'd prefer not to be friendly to, but I'm still try to maintain a, a cordial relationship with them, and that helps with my reputation. Now, here's the other way. Here's the other side of that coin. If you're a real nice guy, 
and you're always trying and you're giving 100%, but you just can't fix a fucking sandwich. You can't do the job right. You're always fucking up. They're still going to know your reputation is going to be, well, he's a really nice guy, but he he can't fix anything. He can't repair anything. He's no good at it, you know? He just, he needs to find another line of work. And even that, as far as reputation goes, it's not actually the worst thing in the world. The honest to God worst thing in the world would be to be an asshole, to be completely disliked, to be a dick, to be somebody that nobody likes, and on top of that, you can't fix anything, okay? Those people are typically what we like to refer to as fired, okay? Because nobody needs that kind of shit. I'm not, I don't even give a fuck if, it's the, if the kid's got the same last name as the guy who owns the building. Get him the fuck out of there. Figure, go talk to his dad or his boss or his uncle, whoever he's related to in that situation, in that business, in that building, and say, look, your kid needs to find another facet for his uh, uh, occupation, okay? Because he is costing you money out in the shop. So, and, and I gotta be honest with you too, it's kind of rare to find somebody in a shop that has a horrible reputation, can't fix anything, and is also uh, completely worthless as a human being because we have a tendency to, to just get rid of these people pretty much right the fuck away. I mean, we just, they get, they get ass canned pretty quickly. Nobody wants to put up with that shit, nobody. If you have somebody in your shop like that, I'm sure that your service service advisors and your service manager especially are familiar with it. Usually, they will take charge of the situation and send somebody on their way. I had a service manager in one situation where we had a technician who was a little jerk off. He was just a little piece of shit. Nobody liked him. And he was terrible at fixing the cars. And he should have been fired. He should have been, he should have never really actually, actually honestly been hired, but he was hired somehow or another and he should have been fired and yet he wasn't. And so what this did was this lets you know what kind of a service manager you had. And uh, I think that the, the terminology I like to use for that service manager was he was a piece of shit. He was a nice guy. I liked him personally, but business-wise, no use. I had no use for him. Just a worthless fucking blob of shit that did nothing. Uh, he should have fired Dick fired that kid he should have sent him on his way and he didn't he didn't and that kid lingered in that particular uh, establishment uh way fucking longer than he should have okay and uh, he brought with him his reputation too because uh technicians a lot of us move around a lot a lot of us like to grease the wheels uh, we get treated pretty poorly someplace and so we move someplace else it happens a lot and so this kid's reputation traveled with him and that's it's kind of of a caveat for the rest of you too, because you know you work in one building, you could work there for ten years. People are going to know who you are in the building, and people who may you know if you work for a dealership that's a you know brand specific, people in other dealerships with the same brand are going to know who you are because either they worked with you there, or they just are familiar with your reputation from other people who either you've worked with, or you've worked on their cars. So your reputation. Uh, from the minute you step into the building with tools for the very first time is something that is up to you to build and everybody else gets to broadcast it. Everybody else gets to uh, spread it, okay? So you need to be on your toes when we're talking about your reputation. It's important. It can also help you if you have a good reputation. 
if you decide you do actually want to grease the wheels, it can help you a great deal. If, if you're known as somebody, as a go-to guy in a shop, you're known as the guy who can fix anything. Uh, electrical problems don't bother you. Convertible top problems don't bother you, which I can't even imagine. And, you know, chassis, chassis diagnosis, uh, right, drivability, engine repair, everything. You can do everything and you do it well. The people you work with know that. And the people who used to work with you probably know that. And so if you decide for one one reason or another that you want it to change from the dealership you're at to another dealership or maybe an independent shop, those people are going to talk to people who know you. And if they don't, they're just fucking stupid. And quite frankly, there's a lot of that actually going on. Uh, But (laughs) if they're smart, they'll talk to people who know you and then they'll find out that, boom, you got an excellent reputation and you know what you're up to. That, That has actually helped me in the past. It does. It travels well. Let's put it that way. It travels very well. So, you wanna you wanna foster your reputation. You wanna work on it. You wanna try to be uh, friendly and helpful and kind and courteous and all the things that a Boy Scout is, uh, as much as possible. I know that some of us don't really, honest to God, have that kind of personality. Uh, I, I know there are days where I am the grumpiest motherfucker on the face of the earth, and I will gladly take that title on those days there's there's days when shit goes wrong i i cross the cap on the toothpaste uh, i can't get the car uh, i can't merge into traffic efficiently there's just so many things <laughs> that can ruin my day even before i get to fucking work and it sets the stage for that day at work so uh, i'm known my reputation is my personal reputation is that i'm a crazy angry man and uh, i earned that I earned that. And uh, let me tell you what, that was a lot of fucking work earning that. Because <laughs> I get pissed off sometimes. And, uh, it, you know, I mean, if, you're, if you've got a heartbeat and a pulse and you breathe, you've been pissed off too at work. Trust me, I know that you have. And uh, how you handle it uh, is, is part of how your reputation is formed and how it's uh, transmitted too, okay? Now, people who know me and have worked with me know that, you know, every once in a while I'll fly off the fucking handle. And I, I fly way the fuck off the handle. I get very angry. I will berate an automobile. Uh, yes, exactly. I berate an automobile. I will talk to a car. I will tell it what a pile of shit it is. And I will rue the day it was brought into my bay. And I will fucking claim that it's pissing me off. And why does it have to be such a fucking pile of shit? And uh, a lot of times I end up calling them, because uh, I work on German cars, I call them Nazi crap wagons. That's one of my favorite go-tos. Uh, and a lot of times when I get done working on a car that pisses me off, I take it out the fucking door and I park it at the wash and I fucking get out and I slam the door and I go, say Alvitas ain't your Nazi crap wagon. You know, that's that's just me. It doesn't really work for me. See, I'm still a technician. And if, and if anybody said to anybody else, should we make Uncle Jimmy a service manager, they would say, no fucking way. He's got anger problems, you know. He needs anger management. And I say... Fuck that. I managed to get angry all by myself just fine. Thank you very much. I don't need anyone to help me manage it. I actually had a medical problem that was causing me to get angry. Just, I'm not going to go into it too much, but it was high blood pressure. And uh, I, I went to work. Sometimes I was just filled with rage at the way things were. And I couldn't do anything about it. All I'm doing is fixing the cars. I can't, and I say this all the time, and you've probably even heard it if you've listened to this podcast before. I can fix cars. I can't fix people. 
If people do things I don't want them to, if they do them often enough and it pisses me off often enough, I will fucking reach out and touch them in a manner in which they are not going to like. So I had to do something about that. The doctor I was seeing, the doctor I have uh, said that my blood pressure was too high. He prescribed me some pills. Guess what? New and improved Uncle Jimmy. I'm not shitting you either. Uh, the blood pressure still gets a little high at times, uh, but the the episodes of angry yelling and screaming have diminished probably 90%. And anybody who knows me knows that that's remarkable because it, it honestly, at times, it seemed like I was just pissed off all the time. So, you know, uh, sometimes it's not you. Well, well, actually, it always is you, but sometimes it's not you on purpose, okay? So, you know, you may want to look into that. And I know that my diet is terrible. I used to drink a lot, don't drink a lot anymore, and I, I don't do any illegal drugs that I'm aware of. And <laughs> I think all the drugs I have are legal. I get a, I, gotta, I get them with a prescription, so they must be legal. But uh, if you have factors in your life that aggravate the situation, maybe you want to trim back on them, cut down on them. Uh, if you have addictions, you know, in certain places, if you have health care and you work for somebody and you do a good job for them, your reputation is that you're a good worker. You're just unbearable at times. Maybe you want to see somebody about that. Get some care, some medical care, maybe mental health, maybe maybe physical health. Maybe it's, maybe it's high blood pressure in your case, too. I mean, it really literally changed my life. And uh, I was reintroduced to it at one point in time when my medication ran out. It took a really long time for some reason to uh, get my prescription renewed. It was like two, three week span, and I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly why that was. But in that two or three week span, I reverted back to the uh, angry, fire-spitting Uncle Jimmy that you folks don't really know. And you might think to yourself, well, geez, you know, I've listened to your podcast and sometimes you're really fucking angry. And I, yeah, I am. It's a human emotion that shoots out of you. It's not something that you spend a lot of time thinking about, I don't think, anyway. When you're mad, all bets are off, man. You will say anything that's a that's something that my family does uh they will say anything when they're mad anything no matter how hurtful or wrong it is when they're mad there's no holds barred and, uh, and it causes problems causes a lot of problems and now that i don't have these sorts of problems anymore or at least they're toned down quite a bit you can you can see them and recognize them for what they are and you know these are things that will either hinder or enhance your reputation. And, and like I said, my reputation is such that I'm an angry individual and I'm fucking fine with that, okay? I don't give a fuck. Cause I, I don't wanna be a service manager or a service advisor. Like I've said before, I fix cars, I can't fix people. If you're a service manager, basically your job is to fix people. Whether it's the service advisors who are fucking off and they're lazy and they don't do what they're supposed to do, or it's a, a technician who isn't fixing things right or is doing the job all wrong, or even a customer who's coming in and making uh, outrageous demands upon you and your staff, or maybe they're just angry because something didn't get fixed right. Um, this is the, these are the things you have to deal with as a service manager. And depending on how you handle these, you're gonna earn yourself a reputation as well. So, you know, all facets of our business, it comes down to reputation because most of the time, you know, you bring a car somewhere, you have an idea. As a customer, you, you have an idea of how well these people do what they do. And you can look on Google, Facebook, and all these other places, they have reviews for these people. And the, the, one of the things that's going on nowadays 
especially, I would say in the last five, maybe 10 years, people do what they do after they check reviews. They're not going to go to a restaurant that has a 1.2 Google review. It's not going to happen. You know, there's a reason why people hate this fucking place. Okay. Uh, if you're a, a mechanic shop or a dealership and you look and the reviews are, you know, four, eight, four, nine, five, oh, on, on Google, you can bet that that's a pretty good place to go. Pretty good place to get your car worked on. Okay. Because those reviews are just something that, you know, you can't manipulate them. You can't dick with them. And that's a part of your reputation. You actually earn a reputation by just being good at what you do. And that's probably the best way to get a good one. Now I'm, I like to think I'm good at what I do. So my reputation is that he can fix cars and if he can't fix them, he'd rather just burn them. So, <laughs> but that's not a good, that honestly, between you and me, is not a good reputation to have. You don't want to, you don't want to be that guy. Okay. Now the other, the other side of the coin we talked about a little bit was the, uh, the nice guy. Okay. You have a nice guy, but he can't fix anything. Okay. And that's almost exactly what you say. Somebody says, how's that guy's mechanic? Well, he's a nice guy. But he, he can't he can't fix anything, you know? He doesn't know how to diagnose. He leaves lug nuts loose, you know, shit like that, you know? And somebody like that, if, they, if they're a nice guy and if they're semi-intelligent and then really doesn't require a lot of intelligence, but just go, just say to him, just say, listen, you need to find a lot, another line of work, you know? This one isn't working out for you. I don't see it working out for you. Other times, there are people, now I have a friend of mine who is, uh, in my book, he's a terrible technician. I've seen him do some pretty awful shit. If he listens to this, he'll probably recognize himself. He has a passion that I can't, I have never seen before. He has a passion for what he does. I have not ever encountered. He loves working on cars. He loves cars. He loves working on them. I think he loves owning them more than anything. And yet, he's probably one of the shittiest mechanics I have ever seen. I... I love the kid, but I he just can't fix a sandwich. He's just terrible at it. And uh, I, 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 at some point in time, I did actually try to help him. Uh, and in the past, and I've helped him with you know specific things here or there. But uh, I really honestly think he should do something different. But you know what? He's he is persevering because he has a passion for it. So, and that's boys and girls. That's a whole different podcast. Having passion for this job, um, I don't see how anybody could after doing it for a few years. It's, uh, it's mind-numbingly difficult at times. It's uh, physically demanding, and uh, it just doesn't fucking pay. I mean, unless you're doing it, unless, you know, there's a few things you can do to make it pay, and I think that uh, we, will, we will do a uh, podcast on that in the future here. But uh, in most cases, the job does not pay very well. You are definitely... A blue-collar individual who is going to make five digits a year and not six. Okay, if you're a technician and you make six digits a year, that's a pretty exclusive club. Okay, I don't give a shit where you are and what you do and how many people around you do it. You're a very small percentage of the technicians out there. Okay, and I'm hoping that if you make good money like that, you have earned it and you have a good reputation. But uh, it, in some cases, that may or may not even be true. And keep in mind that your reputation is something that you earn. There's another factor involved uh, a lot of times, and, and this is this is one of the things you used to drive me crazy. It, it drove me really crazy, as a matter of fact, was that uh, your reputation a lot of times is staked 100% to the building, the business, or the dealership that you work at. 
I have had to work with in the past, if you're a, a listener of this podcast, you know that I've had to work with some blazing fucking idiots. And somebody who is in charge of running that business sat across the desk or the table from this guy and said to himself, oh yeah, I'll hire this guy. And for the life of me, I can't understand how you could even do that. In, in, in some of these cases, I have worked with some serious mental midgets and uh, they, they, will, they will ruin the shop's reputation. They will put work out the door that is all fucked up and wrong. And when it comes back, and here's the problem, here's the problem in a nutshell. If this guy fucks up a car on some guy and he drives off and his car throws a rod a mile down the road because idiot jerk off retard failed to put engine oil in it, that guy's not gonna say, well, the technician at that shop fucked up my car. He's not gonna say that. He's gonna say, the shop fucked up my car. It's you work at a dealership, same thing. You're not gonna say, oh, uh, technician ABC at dealership CBDY messed up my car. No, nope, nope, nope. It's not what happens. They trash the whole fucking place. If you work there now, your reputation is just gone in the shitter. No matter how hard you work at it, your reputation is in the shit because this kid didn't put engine oil in a car. And that, that to me, I, I can't I can't handle that. I remember one time, and this, is, this was many, many years ago, I worked at the uh, Pep Boys. And uh, you can have whatever opinion you want about the Pep Boys and it's all true. Um, but I was just in a parts department, so I didn't really have anything to do with fixing the cars there other than providing the parts. And, and I was, I'd say, pretty good at that. Okay, let's just leave it at that. But I was in a bar one night, and this is this is just strange, but I was in a bar one night, and I was talking to this girl, and she was really cute, by the way. And uh, she said to me, you know, what do you do? And I said, well, I have a couple jobs. I work, uh, one of the jobs I have, I work at Pet Boys. And she stopped and the look on her face changed immediately from, I might sleep with this guy to, what a fucking piece of shit. And she said, you guys fucked up my dad's car. I'm like, wait a second, honey. I work in the parts department there. I didn't fuck up anybody's car. Well, my dad's car is all fucked up and he brought it there. It, it, he brought it there and they fucked it up. So there was a time when I got cock blocked by Pep Boy's reputation. And let me tell you something, that is a terrible, terrible, terrible feeling okay because i'm pretty horrible with the ladies anyway i don't really need to get cock blocked <laughs> it's a, I'm, I'm self cock blocking <laughs> i guess you would say but that's something you got to deal with you got to deal with the fact that the fucking people you work with are fucking helping to either build or destroy your reputation and uh honestly i, I mean i take my reputation seriously i can i feel like i can fix anything and given enough time and energy and maybe even money, I could fix anything. Uh, automotive related, that is. Uh, I had a digital camera that taught me that I can't fix everything. You need to guard your reputation. It's important to uh, look after it and it's important to have management who will see the same, see it the same way as you, okay? And if they hire uh, ignorant morons to, uh, and I apologize for saying the word retard earlier, I know that that's not politically correct, but, uh, if they hire ignorant morons and they ruin your reputation, then it's their fault and then they should be held accountable for that, but they never are. You know, they're like, well, I thought he could do the job. Oh, why? Because he had a toolbox at home? You know, he had 
a, a fucking socket set, you stupid motherfucker. Jesus Christ. You know, spend a little time. This one particular service manager I had, and I, I rage about this guy all the time. If you're a listener, you know. He hired stupid fucking idiots to replace guys who were well-trained, experienced, good technicians who he didn't want to pay. He didn't want to pay them the money that they thought they were worth. And so they all left. And I mean, literally, there was, how many were there? One, two, three, four, five, six, six of us. Because I was one of them. I left because the guy was an asshole. And he filled those positions with people who didn't belong in a dealership. They belong somewhere else. I'm not going to go on and on about it anymore. But they were... They have ruined their reputation. They used to have an exceptionally good reputation. They used to earn uh, uh, awards with how good they did their job. And after this guy became the service manager and started fucking, you know, flushing the toilet on the service department and getting rid of all the guys who either made good money or wanted to make good money and brought in idiots he could pay nothing to to have them wreck shit, they don't earn awards anymore. I haven't earned an award since this guy was there. And he finally retired, which is like the very best fucking thing he could have ever done for that particular business. So he's out of there and their reputation can make a slow comeback. And I, I wish him well. I mean, they were they were fantastic people to work for, except for this one fucking guy. And, and that's all it takes, you know? So don't be that one guy, whether you're a service manager or a service advisor or a technician, don't be the one guy who fucking ruins it for everybody else. Let's stop that shit from happening, okay? May earn a good reputation, maintain a good reputation, help everyone else maintain that reputation as well. It'll pay off for you, it'll pay off for the business that you're working for, and it'll be good for everybody involved, okay? All right, that's enough. Uh, I have a reputation for going on and on and on, and I'm gonna stop going on and on and on. I'm gonna sign off now. Listen, we're on Facebook. That's a real good spot to get a hold of us. I know everybody's on Facebook. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It just works. Hit us up with feedback. If you got a story, I'd love to hear it. I really do. I'd love to hear the stories about this, that, or the other thing. Whatever you got, hit me up. Always listening, always reading. Um, if you've got a good story or you got a comment or you got some input you want to make and you want to be on Grease the Wheels, man, hit us up too because we will, we will do it. We're working on it right now. We're going to get it straightened out and we're going to make it so that uh, you can be the host of Grease the Wheels, or at least you can be a guest. You can be a guest on Grease the Wheels, and we would love that. I think a lot of people would love that, so. All right, but until then, I'm gonna sign off. This is your Uncle Jimmy saying, see ya.